Hello, everyone, and welcome to season two of the Life After Love Gone Wrong podcast. Uh, my name is Sandra Fava. I am a partner in the family law group of Fox Rothschild. My office is located in Morristown, New Jersey, but I practice statewide and am privileged and uh, lucky enough to have multiple colleagues across the United States who also practice family law and serve as a great resource for anybody who may need our services. So today's um, session is actually called, I mean, just so you know, let me go back. Um, season two has all been inspired by Adele's 30 album. Um, I don't know if any of you have listened to it. If you're going through the divorce process or you've gone through the divorce process or a breakup or of any type, um, I highly recommend it. It's very moving, inspirational. It makes it, you know, very human to see what other people or hear what other people are going through. So today's episode is aptly titled To Be Loved. And joining me is Allison Fusella, who is the owner of Foundations Wellness Coaching, LLC. Welcome, Allison. Thank you, Sandra. I'm so happy to be here, and I'm so excited to talk about this topic. I love the title. Thanks. Allison is a professionally trained, board-certified health coach. Um, she holds additional certifications in life coaching, divorce coaching, relationship coaching, emotional freedom technique, heart math, and neuro-linguistic programming. Her education, intuition, wisdom, understanding, and personal life experiences uniquely qualify her to guide her clients to their highest potential and teach them how to honor their journey and live their best life through the power of love. And Allison and I were fortunate to um, get connected. Um, most recently, we had a wonderful chat about what it is that she does with clients. And I think we should start off, Allison, by letting you tell our listeners how it is that you got um, inspired to start Foundations Wellness Coaching. Sure, thank you. Um, I have always had a heart and a desire to help people. And after going through my own journey with divorce, after a 35-year marriage and three children, I realized that divorce could be a divine invitation to really dig deep into who you are and to heal the parts of you that you didn't even know were hurting. And I really started you know, focusing on divorce coaching and relationship coaching because I know that it is everybody's truly deepest desires chugged. And I wanted to teach people that, you know, having gone through this journey myself, that it starts with you and self-love matters and it's important. And you can only love somebody to the extent that you love yourself. And I wanted to help guide people back to the best and best version of themselves so that they can create the life and the relationships that they desire. That's very inspiring. I think what you said is so on point. People um, who I have worked with over you know, my nearly 20 years, I often find that part of the root of the, the deterioration of a relationship, and this can probably apply to any relationship, is um, their own in inability to love or to appreciate and celebrate their attributes and acknowledge even their shortfalls or shortcomings and then combining two people together in a you know long-term 
relationship, adding children and the stress of life and careers and jobs and homes and you know aging parents, all of that comes into play. So how exactly is it that you help people going through this process? Because I know that for myself, you know, my help, although I often joke that I can be a side um, psychologist or therapist because a lot of clients who I work with will tell me, you know, the personal attributes of their life and I'm happy to hear those and it does make knowing them all the more personal. But, you know, my job is really to guide them through the legal process and help them understand how the laws apply to their individual situations and to get them to an end result um, as quickly and seamlessly and fairly as possible. So how do you do um, your coaching and, and assist people going through this process? So, like I said, um, to be loved really is everyone's deepest desire, but a lot of times our definition of love is something that we have adopted from other people, maybe our parents, and it's not really what love, it's not a healthy love, it's not what we want love to look like. So I really help my clients to discover within themselves what it means to be loved. Because, and like we had said before, like self-love is key because a lot of times we forget how lovable we are. We forget that we are worthy of love and we forget how much we have to bring to the table. And we, a lot of times put ourselves aside, our wants and needs um, for other people. And then we become resentful or we get married to be loved by another. And we look for validation and acceptance outside of ourselves and Pretty much all the time that will lead to disappointment because it has to start with you. It has to. You have to fill yourself with so much love that it overflows because when you have compassion and empathy and are able to forgive yourself, it's, it's easier to extend that to another. So we get disillusioned and disheartened involves at a divorce attorney and we're hurt and we're bitter and we're angry and we, we don't understand. We're confused. We don't understand how we got there and even even in an amicable divorce um, that you know that that you want or you think is necessary it still calls up feelings of failure and you know just confusion and hurt and it's just a div and I just see that it's a divine invitation really to to dig deep and look in, within within yourself and see what what your piece was, you know, what you bring, what, how did this go wrong? Because you fail, you 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 thrive, you survive together, but you also fail together. So it's a good, it's a it's a great place to kind of dig into that pain and let that pain transform your life. Because these okay, days, sorry, I, I just want to know, and I hear you, but I think what our listeners want to know is, okay, how do you do that, right? Because I think people. At some point or another during their process, probably recognize what you've just said, maybe not all of it, but so how do they actually do it? So the way that we start, right, is to really take a look at what your feelings are and what your fears are, because you have to face your fears and feel your feelings in order to move forward, right? Because that helps you shift from a place of fear to a place of love because ultimately there's two emotions fear and love and when we're fighting and we're angry and we're bitter and we're hateful we're coming from a place of fear and 
divorce calls up a lot of fear. Fear of being alone. Fear, fear of not being financially stable. There's fear of being inadequate, being unworthy, right? So we start there. Face your fears. Feel your feelings. We must identify what scares you, right? Because fear can have a negative impact on your self-worth and your decision-making. Why did you get married? What do you love about yourself? What do you love? What did you love about your partner? What did you not like about your partner? What do you want to create? Right? What was good about it? What was bad about it? So that that's really important to help you understand what drives you to make the decisions that you make and to really identify the negative self-talk and the belief systems that drive your decision making, right? Because you cannot heal what you will not feel. And that's really important. So to change your future decision making. Absolutely, because everybody has a sense a sense of fear attached to unworthiness somewhere deep inside of them. And sometimes marriages call that to the surface because it is ready to heal and it is ready to be let go of. And it's really important to process these feelings and to appreciate the lessons, right? And you can so that it opens you to vulnerability. I mean, I going through my own divorce process. I had to open to, to vulnerability. I had to open to appreciation for who he was and what we had together so that I could let go of what didn't work and that I could let go of this marriage from a place of love and peace instead of hate and bitterness. And I was determined to do that because that was for me. I had to do that for me, which gets me into my next piece is forgiveness, right? We have to look at, and because forgiveness is a gift that you give yourself, right? We forgive for ourselves so we're not attached to the pain. But a lot of times we think we've forgiven or we, we, we just think we don't care or we want to hold on to the anger because it makes us feel justified in how we feel or we just don't want them to get away with something. But that just, if you hold on to that, if you can't forgive, you poison yourself. And one of the most important aspects of forgiveness is forgiving what you can't forget. Because sometimes you may think that you forgive, but there's things that play in your mind. There's, there's stories that play in your mind about how you have been hurt, how you have been wronged. And you keep those thoughts alive. And that, that, that hinders the process of forgiveness. And as long as you can't forgive, you cannot move on to the space of life. Very true. Yeah. Right? Right. That's that's a big deal. And a lot of times people don't want to. I'm sure you see this every day in your practice. People don't want to forgive or they don't know how to forgive or it doesn't feel good to forgive because they think that they've got, you know, someone's gotten away with hurting me. And that's why it starts with you. You are responsible for your own happiness and you are responsible for your own healing, yeah. which gets me to the next. Because people who hold on to that, you know, I think that they they make decisions in, in the legal process that they may later regret. They're not making decisions from a clear, calm space. They're making decisions from a, you know, an angry or hurt space. Um, you know, looking for retribution through the legal process is always the, the worst strategy uh, anyone can adopt. So I think forgiveness is really important to let people move forward, both personally, but also in this transaction um, that will untwine their um, their life. Yes, it's huge, it's huge. And in that process, you know, we're not, I'm not asking my clients like just 
forgive, get over it. I'm asking them to feel what they feel so that it, we can walk through forgiveness. And the, the, the piece of that that's important, right, this is my next point, is yeah. owning your story, owning your worthiness, owning who you are, right? So if you feel these things and if you have to process, like process the pain, don't, don't hold the pain, don't deny the pain, don't ignore the pain, don't feed the pain, but process the pain, understand the pain. It can transform your life. Take a look at what, because what everybody does is a reflection of themselves, not other people. So take a look at what the story is you're telling yourself about how, what this says about you, mm -hmm. right? Because losing yourself, and this happens so much, and I'm sure you see this all the time, and I think this is one of the reasons that we get so bitter and angry is that we feel like we lost ourselves, and losing yourself in a in a relationship that is supposed to lift you and feed you and you know and hold you up it is a high price to pay, and it makes people angry and upset and confused and bitter and then blame. Right? That's what that's what they turn to blame. You you did this to me instead of looking at how I allowed this to happen. I allowed this. And when you take ownership of that, you get your power back, right? You get your power back. And that's what this is about because divorce can leave you feeling lost and confused. And your power is in remembering who you are. That's huge. Right. Celebrating, right, what makes you unique. Celebrating all that is you. It's so important if you're going to create a different relationship that you, that you make good choices and that you understand what your wants are, what your needs are, what you are willing to tolerate, what you are not willing to tolerate, what, why you, why you stayed into that union, what it was here to teach you, right? You must right. love and honor yourself for your, in, in order for you to require that from anybody, from anybody else. So you, it has to start with you, right? And it opens you up to the vulnerability to really be honest with yourself, go after who you are and understand that you have the power to create something different, but it starts with you. We're running short on time here, believe it or not. I know. Um, can you give us whatever is left to let us know how you, how you yeah, I can. These are like this, there's two more, there's two left and this, and this is the good stuff. The okay. next one, practice gratitude right practice gratitude because what you what you concentrate on you will create more of right gratitude is the foundation for self-care even if you can just be grateful for the lessons right find something to be grateful for at the end of the day sometimes when i was in my hardest darkest moments i was just grateful the day was over <laughs> but i found a way to be grateful for something every day and that starts to lift you and you start to appreciate the wisdom and the lessons and it allows you to see the gifts and the pain and the last one is to be willing to dream again because we when we lose ourselves we lose our dreams we lose our hope we lose our hope for the future we feel beaten down and unworthy and we forget that we that we have the power to create a, a beautiful life we want to stay true to ourselves we want to we we have the power to create the life that we desire um and that we can love and appreciate the whole entire process the whole thing the good the bad the the pretty the ugly and know that it will lead us to where we are supposed to be to create the life of our dreams.
beautifully said. I like that. I like that a lot. And, you know, in work and working with clients, you know, I often tell them that finding another um, outlet where they can deeply look at <clears throat> what brought them to this place in their life, you know, whether it's a therapist or, a, you know, a coach like yourself. Um, certainly, you know, I don't know that the legal process is, is at all going to provide that insight. So I think that this is something that people should not dismiss and should really be seriously considering. So Allison, if our listeners want to find you, how can they do so? Thank you. Yes, you can you can contact me on my website, foundationscoach with an S dot com. You can email me at Allison at foundationscoach.com. And I also have a book out that on Amazon, it's called Heart Wide Open. It is a journey of self-discovery initiated by pain, guided by truth, and fueled by love. That's the title. And it's all about this. It's all about worthiness and self-love. And if people just want to, you know, have a little bit more of some inspiration in this area, if um, that that's a good place to start. But I agree with you. I think that having a coach by your side, an accountability coach to really help you process this and really become the best version of yourself is the greatest investment and gift you can give yourself. And that book sounds like maybe a great gift for, you know, a friend or a family member who might be going through this and, you know, at the very least giving them something to else to consider while this is all happening around them. So thank you. thank you for sharing. Congrats on the book. Thank you. And um, thank you all for joining us today with our Life After Love Gone Wrong podcast. And I look forward to our next episode and sharing some more um, very valuable and important information. Have a great day, everyone. Bye. Bye.